Good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on twitter.com slash joykeys, and you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. And now I am on Instagram, so check me out under Saturdays with Joy Keys on Instagram. Lots of cool pictures, and sometimes if you tag me, you might win a prize. This interview happened uh, two days ago. I was interviewed by Kevin Stone and Tamika Morris on Insta Network. So this uh, is pre-recorded, so please stay tuned. Check it out. I hope you enjoy. I don't know what's going on, but this is just a crazy story to me. It just really just blew me away when I found out that there were 234 Nigerian schoolgirls that were kidnapped. I mean, I don't – that just blows my mind. But we're going to go ahead and get into – I interview it with Joy Keys and figure out what she thinks about this as well. Now, if you didn't hear me mention before, we do have Joy Keys on the show tonight. Joy Keys is a mother, trainer, speaker, mentor, actress, writer, producer, and director. Now, she is a member of the Screen Actors Guild, which is a that you guys have heard that. She's also a leeway art and change grantee, and she is the host of the Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys on Blog Talk Radio. So every Saturday morning, you guys can hear at 11 a.m., uh, she has interviewed Pulitzer Prize winner, uh, winning authors Isabel Wilkerson and Charles Fuller, national news star Soledad O'Brien, we love her from CNN, and Mark McEwen, mm-hmm. Grammy winners Esperanza Spalding and Tyrese, world-renowned activists Ayan mm-hmm. Hirsi Ali, and movie stars Pam Grier and Blair Underwood, just to name a few. Joy wow. is passionate about making a difference. <laughs> She's passionate about making a difference in her local and global communities. So you guys, please do us an honor. Put your hands together for the one and only Joy Keats. How are you doing tonight, Joy? Hi. Hi, good evening. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for being here. We're very glad to have you here tonight. Uh, now, we have to know, what are your thoughts on this story, this current event that we've been talking about? Well, I think we live in a really sanitized situation here in America, and we don't realize that these things do occur. Uh, Women are being kidnapped um, in other areas of the world. It's not something, uh, I hate to say it's not something new. Uh, Women's position around the world is not the way it is in America, Um, especially in terms of young women. These women were 16- to 18-year-olds. They're prime age Mm -hmm. to be married. Supposedly that's the deal, that they're getting married off to... Uh, this particular terrorist uh, organization, Um, you know, there's a lot of ethnic feuding going on over there between the different um, ethnic groups, the Hausa, Igbo, Yoruba. Uh, Some get along, Mm -hmm. but many don't. There's also the issue of religion between Muslims and Christians, um, even though they're all Nigerians. So there's many issues that people may not be familiar with, and these girls are just caught in a crossfire. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just crazy to me how certain stories will get swept under the rug when there's definitely something that's just as just important as other stories that we don't need to care about. Like you, you hear all about reality stars doing crazy things, but when it's something that really is just like more so close to home, uh, they seem to get swept under the rug. And I just don't understand why that is. But this is just an amazing story that I think needs to be just spread everywhere um, because we don't need something like this happening in America or anywhere else. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's the issue of ethnic issue. 
African, who cares about Africa except for its resources, and then also women. Unfortunately, there's still sexism in the world, and in particular in terms of the United States, if we look at our government, if we look at the news, if we look at entertainment, um, there's still sexism. Um, we don't want to say it, but it is, and that's these girls are nothing. You know, they don't they don't matter. It's not close to us. What does it make? The, you know, I just read something that it said yeah. the uh, British British uh, prime minister was saying something about you know the Nigerian government government needs to get its army and go search for them. Why don't you yeah. get your army and go search for them? Why don't you send some people down there and search for them? Why don't you think it's a human rights violation? Exactly. So, Tamika, I believe you want to ask a question. Oh, yes. I'm so glad to have you on the show today. And I love your show and I listen to your show all the time. Um, So I'm so happy that you're here today. Um, But I do, in honor of our um, other co-host that's here, I wanted to definitely ask her a question that she asks all the time. And basically, what is your mission? What are you trying to do with your show and with the things that you do? I guess my mission is to help people uh, get connected to resources that they wouldn't otherwise get connected to. Uh, to, For example, one of the things I want to do and probably talk about later is, is, is working on a foundation for single moms who have chronic illnesses. Um, in my life, many people have helped me uh, and shared information that I didn't know I didn't know. And that has helped me move ahead. So for me, that's my mission as well, to share information with people. You don't know. You didn't, you didn't even know you didn't know it. You didn't know you should know All it. Right. Um, you know, that's why I've been a mentor before, you know, helping young people. You don't know that you can dream that dream because you've never seen anything that looks like that. Wow. That's such a very good um, – I like that mission statement. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you do so much. Um, you do a, yeah, you do a, a whole lot. I'm looking at your bio. I was just like, wow, how does she do all that she does? That's a lot that you do. Um, but as far as the radio side, how long have you been uh, being a radio personality? Um, I've been doing it since um, for about five years now. Uh, it's gone by like a blink of an eye. I can't believe it. <laughs> <clears throat> well. And I hear that you have 900,000 download, podcast downloads. That's what they say based on the statistics. Um, people always ask me, well, you know, <laughs> you know, how do we know that's true? I mean, Blog Talk Radio provides us with stats of the show, you know, how many downloads a month, how many that day. You know, you guys know live, uh, you know, who's yeah. downloaded from January for a show that happened in November. Um, so mm-hmm. that's how I know you know, how many downloads. Otherwise, I wouldn't really have a way to find out, you know. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> well, well, how, what, does, that, what can people how like does that feel? Oh, go ahead, Tamika. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> how does that feel to have to even know that 900,000 people have listened to you, are listening to you, and that your voice, like, matters in what you're saying? How does that feel to you? Uh, it's overwhelming. I mean, it's a, it's an overwhelming sense of like, really? Really? Did that say 900,000? I mean, no. Let me refresh the page again, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's wild. I can't, I can't conceive of that, that number. You know, it's like conceiving of $900,000. You know, it's like, what? You know, 
Um, but I'm also honored, and I, that's why I try to continue. I said, okay, what I'm doing is needed. It's, it's important, I guess. People are interested. So let me try to continue as much as I can. You know, there are times when I wanted to quit because I was doing other things. Uh, there are times I wanted to quit because, you know, I um, was tired. Like maybe I, don't, I, I need to move on to something else. And then something will happen, and then they'll just, like, keep me going. You know, like a, a certain guest that I've been wanting will call me or, you know, somebody will approach me and say, hey, do you know about this issue? Wow, what? And then, so here I am still. <laughs> <laughs> now, with an audience like that, do you feel a lot of pressure to just talk about certain topics or do certain things on your show? Um, I feel a bit of pressure and it's probably just me, maybe on getting stars, but my heart is enlightening people about issues such as health issues and political issues that, you know, so, so, so it's a balance. So I have the serious shows where we're talking mm-hmm. about the state of young black women or the state of young black men, or mm-hmm. we're talking about domestic violence, or we're talking about health issues like multiple sclerosis or lupus. And then I'll have a show where, you know, um, Tasha Smith will come on from Why Did I Get Married? Or, you know, Pam Greer or, you know, a young guy Aaron Spears was on from um, Being Mary Jane recently. So it's a balance. So does, now do you find it hard to find your guests? If you, for your stars, do you, how do you go about doing that? I, I, I ask. You know, I don't know many of these people. I'm not, like, you know, hobnobbing with, you know, the the super elite in the world. Um, I look up their pages. I try to find out who their publicists are. Um, I read a lot. I read a lot of different magazines, a lot of newspapers. Movies are coming out. um, What's coming out? You know, who's going to be in the cast? So there's a lot of research involved. And um, sometimes you have to ask people, three, four times, or different years. Yeah. Maybe one year I asked somebody and I couldn't get a response or they're like, they're not available, and then the next year, hey, yeah, um, are you still interested in interviewing? And I'm like, hey, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. So um, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what, I want to get a more in-depth uh, answer from you for what people can expect from your show. What can people expect? Um, Like I said, I talk a lot about health. Every month I try to focus on what is that health topic for the month. For example, um, I'll be talking about lupus this month. This is Lupus Awareness Month. I'll be doing a Twitter chat. I started about a year ago doing uh, one Twitter chat a month, sometimes two a month on certain topics, autism, um, even like things like breastfeeding. People kind of shy away. Oh, I don't want to talk about that, but that's an important issue. You know, um, I talk about environmental issues like fracking. Um, I did a, a Twitter chat, but also did a podcast. So I've been trying to do a balance of that. And um, and then we'll see, because I've been working on some other projects, so I kind of pulled back a little um, on the show. I was not I was doing two a, two a week, um, and then I kind mm-hmm. of pulled back where I was doing maybe uh, two or three a month. But I'll be starting up again, you know, now that I've kind of completed uh, one project I have been working on. Okay. Well, we want to remind you all that are tuning in now, uh, you can definitely call in and speak with Joy or with us by calling in at 347-945-6025 and make sure that you press 1. And Joy has also been kind enough to 
be giving away a gift tonight. She's giving away a $10 iTunes gift card and a $10 Starbucks gift card. So if you guys want to win that, definitely call in to win that. You can only win if you call in, so definitely call in. So uh, we, it looks like we have a caller actually on the line by the name of Pat who has a question for you. So let's go ahead and get Pat on the line. Pat, are you there? Yes. Okay, How you can doing you tonight? hear me? I'm doing great. I'm so glad yes. that you have Joy. She's an amazing person, such a dynamic host. So my question is, what do you think, Joy, is the most important issue facing young women in the future, and how do you see your role in encouraging them and helping them get prepared for the future? I think the most important issue is education. I think education just unlocks so many doors for people. And also one of the things I talked about with my daughter is, and also my brother, is not just getting an education, but who you meet when you get that education. Because who you meet is a networking like it's 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 like made for you because they're all doing the same thing you're doing, and so you have the similar interests. You don't have to go look for somebody who's doing what you want to do. They're there in the same class, learning the same information. So I think education is 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 a, a extremely important for young women. Networking, um, and and still the issue of believing in oneself is an important fact. Thank you so much. Thank you, and congratulations. Thank you. All right. right, Well, Pat, we actually want to go ahead and congratulate you as well because you have just won a $10 Starbucks gift card. So make sure you hang on the line. Our producer will get some more information from you so we can get that out to you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good night. We love when people call in. So now we know that you uh, you also give tips on your show as far as, as like helping people with money and everything. What are some tips that you can give to people that are trying to save money that may be struggling on, on saving money, people that may be living paycheck to paycheck and don't really have the money like that or don't feel that they have the money like that to really save? What advice would you give to them? Um, well, one of the things my mom talks to me about is uh, the living a life of abundance and, and believing that you – have abundance in your life. A lot of times we have poverty of the mind. Again, it goes back to the Mm -hmm. idea of you can't dream something that you've never seen. So if you're living the life of poverty, then sometimes it can be generational. That's what you know, that struggle. Mm -hmm. If you've lived in the life of wealth, that's what you know. You don't know something else. You don't know that you could be poor one day, you know what I mean? And somebody's living in poverty, you don't even think, I'm never going to be wealthy. So I think first it starts with the mind, that you can create some kind of wealth in your life, whether it's financial or spiritual or material. You can create that in your life. Um, The second thing, I think, is, you know, action. People want to pray about things, but you have to take action. So if you can only save a quarter a day, a quarter a week, you got to start somewhere. You know, don't overwhelm yourself with, okay, I can't put $100 a month away in the bank because, you know, I'm paying for childcare, I'm going to get food, I'm trying to get transportation, I've got to pay the rent, you know, forget about um, maybe i got to pay child support if you're the man or maybe you're the woman, who knows. But start small. Don't get overwhelmed with i got to do this. Start with a quarter a day. Put it in the jar, you know. I like that. So it starts with the mind first, and then you have it to also have the action first. as well. I like that. Exactly, yeah. 
That's good. That, I, I like those answers. I, I know um, <laughs> I, I've had trouble in the past with saving money, but I've been doing better with as far as trying to put a little bit away each time I get paid. My dad has always told me to, you know, always pay yourself first. And that stuck with me to pay myself first. And then, because mm-hmm. with, with me, I always wanted to pay my bills first and make sure that was taken care of. My father always said to pay yourself first. So he was like, if you can just pay, put $10 in the savings account, you know, one week, then, then do that. Um, and then, you know, mm-hmm. focus on everything else, but make sure that you pay yourself first. So I started doing that. Wow, that's a good, that's a good, that's good. Because, um, we kind of put ourselves last. We're trying to pay those bills, and it gets, like, uh, overwhelming. Right. If you, like, get nervous. You're like, oh, I, I don't, you know, want anybody calling me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So we, um, we also know that you're a SAG actress. Could you tell us some of the projects that you've been a part of? Well, um, I haven't done a lot of acting recently. I've done a lot of training in more recent years. Um but uh, I used, I've worked on Fallen, um, different things I worked. I, I got my first SAG gig. I had gone to Poland for five weeks, and when I came back, um, I ended up getting uh, extra work. And that's how you kind of start sometimes getting your SAG card. An agent allows you to, to work on a show. I've done different commercials for banks. Um, but these were a long time ago. But um, I've kept it up because there's different benefits in having your SAG card. Um, it's a union, and they have a lot of different resources for actors or performers that are helpful. And um, I think anybody who's trying to be in the business and they're serious, they got to get their SAG card. they got to get their AFTER card, um, SAG and AFTER combined. And then equity is for stage. So I think if somebody's serious, that's something you got to, you know, aim toward. Okay, that's what's- yeah, you, know, you are dropping a lot of knowledge, and I just—I'm just—I'm taking time to try to just take it all in because I really—I really love your answers. You definitely give great answers. Um, but we have another caller that's calling in and has a question for you, so let's go ahead and get Rita on the line. Okay, Rita, are you, you there? Yes, I am. Joy, hi. How are you doing today? Good. Hi. Good. Hi there. Listen, would you say more about your dreams for your foundation? Uh, what do you envision it would look like uh, having? a program specific to women who have chronic illness? Well, specifically, I think, um, again, going back to resources, people are just not aware of programs that are out there to help them. Um, And I think I could be a depository for that information. Um, For example, I know recently I just learned that an organization helps people with uh, stair lifts. I had no idea, because, but somebody told me. I was, you know, trying to help somebody else, and so things like that, or information about, um, you know, how can they get scholarships if they have a certain type of disability. Uh, there are organizations that only give scholarships for people with specific disabilities. Um, also helping them with, you know, the mental aspects of their lives, for helping them with therapy, providing therapy sessions, where people can come into their home they don't have to go somewhere and, you know, talk to them for a half an hour or an hour. Um, transportation costs, you know, it costs money to get somewhere if you have a disability. You may not be able to get SEPTA. Or if you're getting paratransit, that may take forever. Who wants to wait forever? Maybe you can just take a cab with a voucher. You know, that's something. Thank you. Okay. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you so much for your call, Rita. Thank you. All right, you have a good night. Uh, 
this is <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm really just blown away tonight because I, I know that you uh, you have so much knowledge and you have a wealth of knowledge, and we just really appreciate you taking time to come on our show. It, it really means so much to us. Um, but I, I well, thank you, you for having some, me. Uh, I mean, you guys uh, approached me, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But you know, the first people sometimes we don't always get them. You know, so what we do. We're definitely, you know, grateful that we can get them. And you're definitely one of those people that we're grateful that we were able to, to get on the show. Um, so I, I know that we were going to talk about a celebrity news story later on tonight after the interview, but I want to get more into it because you actually enlightened me before the show about this D.L. Hughley and Columbus Short uh, story. Could you tell me some more about mm. that? Well, I was just reading that he went off a rant on his show about Columbus, wife, uh, Columbus Short's wife and basically was telling her and other women, you know, you need to shut up about this domestic violence issue because you're going to mess up your money. Uh, this was, I was reading it on The Root, actually, and they had this whole comment and quote is really disgusting, horrible. Let me see, I'm trying to pull it up. He was saying um, she's going to be sorry that she opened her mouth. He said, damn, I should have shut the fuck up. Women always running out on the mouth when they shouldn't. This bitch was thirsty. This bitch was thirsty. What, she going to go back wow. to dancing? She going to fuck up her money. I'm like, whoa, this is quote. This is a quote from his show. Wow. I am like, I have no respect for him now. I have no, and then he totally tried to clean it up with his apology, but his apology was still basically saying, B, you need to, all, all women need to not talk. He makes a comment, oh, my God, it's just crazy. He's like, they shouldn't talk. Oh, I mean, man. well, not about domestic violence, but they should just do not talk. Oh. What? Well, I mean, why would he come out and say something? I just don't understand why he would come out and say something like that. Uh, knowing the, the, the that he needs, you know, women to support him. So, I mean. Well, this is his comment. Let me read the comment. It says, let me read the comment. It says, I quote, I don't know that you can encourage many women to be silent about much, but I want them to be silent in general, but just not about abuse. Was he high? I mean, was he on drugs or something? I just thought you could have said that in a little bit of crack. He was smoking, a, he was smoking a, a, a doobie with cocaine in it or something. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> it had to be something. I mean, I just... I, I can't believe that he would actually say that with a super state of mind and think that he's going to continue to have the fans that he has. <laughs> um, well, there are people who believe the same thing, you know, as, as men. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> we're kind of going into that uh, and actors and everything. Uh, what is one of your favorite television shows that is out today? Or it could be one of your favorite television shows of all time. Oh, my God. My favorite television show of all time, okay, you're going to laugh a little bit. Um, well, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a fight. Mm. I'm a nerd. Okay, first let me just preface it. I'm a nerd. So one of my favorite shows okay. was, Hero, was Heroes, recent times of Heroes, sort of recent. And then even be, maybe, I don't know, that was before then was Alias because I really like powerful female characters. And um, mm -hmm. Alias was on, and she was a, like, you know, crazy, powerful spy. Um, but present day, I'm actually hooked on Homeland. Like, I jonesed on Homeland. I, I totally overdosed. I watched like six episodes in one weekend of Homeland. 
wow. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. It was bad. <laughs> well, I actually saw a story um, a few weeks ago. It was probably well the beginning of March. I saw that they're actually going to bring back Heroes, um, I think, in 2015. I saw, I'm not sure how true uh, that is, but I saw yeah, that. Mm, yeah, I saw that, too, and I'm kind of, mm, don't mess it up. Can you not mess up the memory? Like, <laughs> I don't know if they should, you know. Some, some things, you know, it's like just leave it the way it is and just keep on right. moving. So we, we'll see, but I have a feeling it <laughs> might be corny. It's going to be corny. It, you know what, it, it might be, but sometimes they surprise us. You, you just never know. I, but I'm with you on that. I don't know if you want to, you know, sometimes you just need to leave good things where they are. Just let it end on a high note versus bringing it back, and then it'll be like a hangover three, which nobody really cared for. <laughs> a hangover three, that was like, what? Somebody trying to pay their rent? Yes. Who owes money? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was just, yeah, just. That, that's one series that just kind of really uh, it just it put a sour taste in my mouth. I, I was so upset with Hangover 3, but I won't get into that. <laughs> um, but I do have another story that I was going to talk about later on tonight. We'll, we just want to get your opinion on that. The whole thing that everybody's been talking about this whole week, instead of the Nigerian girls, they've been talking about Donald Sterling getting clipped from the L.A. Clippers. Uh, what's your take on that? Racism still exists. I don't know why people are surprised when they hear people say stuff. I mean, certain people are surprised, and that's because they're living, like, in their little bubble and they're safe and they've never maybe had an experience or I know a black person and he's never spoken about any problems. But let me tell you, people, Mm -hmm. racism still exists. That's just the way it is. And, okay, are we going to stop every racist person from owning something? And let me tell you, there's racism on, you know, if you want to talk about institutional racism, then people will say black people can't do it because they don't have the institutional power facilities to, to do that. That's fine. But there is prejudice on all sides. Latino people are prejudiced. Asian people are prejudiced. Black people are prejudiced. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he should be banned. I think they're doing the right thing. I don't think he – now, I don't know if they can stop him from being the owner, See, but it's a franchise. If it wasn't a franchise um, and he just was the corner store, I don't think they can take his business away. You see what I mean? That's his business. But because he's part of a franchise that has to a certain image. They're backing out of it, but they can't take it away from yeah. him. Yeah. What did you say? Um, yeah, but he's not backing down. He doesn't want to back down. He wants to continue to be the owner. Um, and they're trying to do everything they can to stop him, you know, make him resign. But he's not trying to back down. No, he's not, because that's his money. That's his livelihood. If I was him, I wouldn't back down. Yeah. I was like, these people must be out of their fleet of minds. I'm, I said what I said, and I mean what I said, and that's that, and y'all just have to deal with it. You know, look, there's Ku Klux Klan here in Pennsylvania, Ku Klux Klan in Texas, Ku Klux Klan in Wyoming. What the heck? I got my brothers in arms. You, I'm not backing down. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, me personally, I, I've talked about this before. I've actually experienced racial profiling for the first time a few years ago back when I went to uh, visit my brother in, in Texas. And uh, it, it just, when it happened, it actually just threw me for a loop because I'd never experienced that before in my life. And it, I, I just got so angry. I just felt like I don't understand how people can be so hateful against uh, uh, just a certain race. Just like I don't understand what that does. Instead of trying to tear people down, why don't we try to build people up and try to be there for one another? But it, 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 we still have a long way to go. That's, we have to have a long way to go. 
I mean, I think racism is a mental health issue because it's based on, Definitely. it's not based on logic. It is not based in logic. Oh, I mean, now you can have some bad experiences with certain people of different ethnicities, you know. I mean, but I've had bad experiences mm-hmm. with black people, and I'm black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I've right. also had bad experiences with white people. I've had bad experiences with Asian people. I, I mean, you know, it's an equal opportunity. But in terms of me thinking I'm better than you and using the Bible against me because I'm a certain ethnicity, you thinking all people are a certain way, you haven't even gone around the world. You haven't even gone out past your block. How can you even make a statement exactly. as such? You know? But let me tell you, there are people with PhDs who are racist. Don't get it twisted. They went to school. They got their degree. They're up in some research center, and they're racist as well. But to me, it's, it's a mental health, and it's, based, it's, it's illogical. It's, it's illogical. There's no fact for it. I, just, I mean, I, you know, with, with things like with Martin Luther King, you know, he he, he fought and you know and died for stuff like this for you know for equality for just for everyone to be equal and just to to you know get along with one another. And it's just like this stuff still happens year, decades later. We're still going through the same type of things. It just it, it makes no sense to me. It's just like when will it ever be, you know, a, a time where we all can be seen as equal? Because even with it's not just with races, with you know, sex, gender. And your sexuality, all that, there's always there's still no equality all across the board. And I'm just understand, not understanding why we all can't come together as, as one. I mean, we're on the same planet. It's not like we're on different planets. We're all on the same planet. And, you know, and the color, your color doesn't make you any different than anyone else. I mean, you know, your, your class, all that, we're still the same type, you know, the same people. We, we all get sick. We all have to go to the hospital. We all eat food. We, I mean, you know, I just don't understand what it is it's going to take for all of us to be able to come together and just be one <laughs> Dare I say it, one happy family? One happy family. I think actually um, soon in the near future, maybe 50 years, 100 years from now, because we have, in terms of America, we have so many different immigrants coming in, and the uh, you know demographics are changing, and that's why there's been a rise in uh, racist activity because they're getting scared. They're like, oh my God, my resources are being taken from me. That's what they're thinking. I'm, I'm, that's not my fault. That's not, you know. But, um, yeah. you know, we have a lot of interracial dating, much more so than in the past. And so in the future, there may be less white people in the world because people are all, there may be less black people. There's going to be black, Chinese, Korean, Latino person. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's yeah, already, that's, that's starting to exist, you know? I agree. And then there's a lot of, you know, the interracial uh, couples as well that, you know, there's been, happening over the past, you know, 10, 20 or so years. So there's a lot of interracial mixing going around as well. So that's also going to cut down on, you know, a lot of different races uh, and just have a lot of interracial people in the world. Um, yeah, it's going to be hard because everybody's so mixed up. I mean, people are mixed up now, yeah. but they don't realize, you know, unless they do a genetic testing or something. But, um, I mean, like people who are white find out that they have, you know, black ancestry. Oh, my God, I freak out. Like most black people have white yeah, ancestry. I actually saw a story on that out, earlier you know? this week. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching some show. I can't. I can't remember what show it was. But I was watching a show, and there were uh, some some actual racist people on the show. And then they actually mm. gave them like a, a test about where you know their ancestors came from, and they saw that like two percent of their, their you know their genetic makeup was like African, uh, some some part of African, and they were just shocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't believe mm-hmm. they actually had some black in their blood. 
Exactly. So you're not no pure. Ain't nobody pure. Nothing. And also, let's we need to talk to people about how the Irish, the Germans, the immigrants, the Italians were treated by the British. They were they were considered lower class, if you will say they weren't white yet. They weren't white until 1930 census, and then they had that box to check off. Well, I'm not black, I'm not Asian. I must be white. Mm-hmm. You see. So people have to understand historically, Irish, they weren't considered white. Germans, any immigrants, Italian, they were looked down upon. They were considered dirty. Jewish people, every, that, that was like, what? But the census came, and then people could get into schools. You know, Jewish people couldn't get, couldn't get into certain colleges, couldn't live in certain neighborhoods. People may not remember these things. You know, that's why you got to go to school, get education, and also learn on your own because what you learn in school may not be everything. Definitely true. Definitely true. Uh, well, I, well, again, I have to say we have definitely enjoyed having you on the show tonight. I could talk to you all night uh, because I love <laughs> everything you inform people about. <laughs> I really could. I really love your answers to everything, the things you've enlightened me on. I just, I really appreciate it. Um, but do you Thank have any you. Other upcoming projects? You're welcome. Um. Well, no, right now, like I, I mentioned to you, I think, in the email, I'm, I'm actually working on getting my social work degree. I'm almost um, done getting that. I have two more classes left, and I'll be a social worker, you know, with a degree, with a paper. So that's a big uh, accomplishment for me, and um, then that will help me. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, and that will help me, you know, jumpstart with the foundation that I'm interested in starting. Um, and I kind of had started with the foundation a little bit with when I won a, an award. I won an award uh, from the Leeway Foundation in Philadelphia. They give grants to uh, women artists uh, in, in the Pennsylvania area, and that allowed me mm-hmm. to do workshops with um, single moms who were uh, homeless, also single moms who were just coming out of prison, and working with them about their experience. I used my theater background, and we worked on mon- trying to create monologues and also art background and creating collages just to uh, express, you know, what they had gone through, um, being single moms, being homeless, being out of prison. So it's been in my life to to try to assist people because I think, again, it goes back to people assisting me. So... Um, right. That's, that's that's my mindset right now is is the foundation in the future, um, and um, we'll see what else is out there. I'm, I'm sure there's something else that'll come about. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot more. We definitely need more people like you because there's been a lot of people out there that are trying to actually help people. Everybody seems to be like they're all for themselves and trying to you know step on toes to to get to their next level and forgetting about everyone else. And you know it doesn't have to be that way. So we definitely appreciate what you're doing. Uh, well, thank you, thank you. Let me just mention the people that um, I'm also on Twitter. They can follow me at Joy Keys on uh, Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys, and also on Facebook, Saturday mornings with Joy Keys. I was just about to ask you that. Actually, I was going to ask you how people get in contact. Okay. Ray. Sorry. <laughs> Do you have any um, upcoming no, no, guests that everybody should know about? Any more questions for? <laughs> She said, so I'm yes. just saying, do you have any, do you have any more fun upcoming guests or topics you want people to know about? Um, I'm I'm working on somebody right now. It's a, it's a he's a nice star. I'll, I'll I'll find out hopefully in a day or two if they'll be um he'll be able to do the show on Saturday. 
Um, but like mm-hmm. I said, I had kind of pulled back because of um, I was doing school and, and my day job and things of that nature. Um, I also am a mom. I have a daughter, so um, that's another job. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be back in the swing hopefully during the summer and um, getting some great guests, um, musicians, actors, um, so on and so forth. So just stay tuned. Great. We are yeah, so happy that you came today. Saturday morning for Joy Keys at 11 a.m. Make sure you tune out for our show, check out for our show, because it's definitely a great show. Joy, we thank you so much for coming on. We definitely have to have you come back, because I know Ashley just hates the fact that she had, wasn't going to be on the show tonight, and I know she has a lot of questions she wants to ask you, so we definitely yeah, want to come back. Yeah, where's Ashley, uh, man? We need Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, uh, well, Ashley why, uh, actually had surgery earlier this week. So, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, so she's recovering right now, but she's actually tuning in right now. She's listening. You know, she, she okay, wants good. to be here. But, uh, yeah, bring me back on. I'll talk about back, some other stuff. Here. <laughs> all right. <laughs> she just sent me a message, actually. She just sent me a message saying hi in all caps. So she said, hi, Joy, in all caps. Okay, so I said hi back. <laughs> Definitely will. Well, we thank you so much for coming on. We hope that you have a great night. Okay, you too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Joy. Okay, bye bye. Thank you, Tamika. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Joy Key. Wow, that was fun. Yeah, that was a good one. 